one point I was getting over 200 messages every single day. I was at work one day and suddenly my phone was just going bonkers with <laughs> thousands of new followers and the response was incredible and it's still kind of surreal that it all happened. I've seen things that I'm, I think, how on earth have I got to be here and, and do this. Welcome to What If It All Works Out. My name is Sophie Callahan, and I started this podcast because I wanted to empower women to show up confidently and consistently online as themselves by sharing stories and examples of what things look like when they all work out. My career began in photography and I am now a marketing and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and the mum to two little girls. I teach you everything that I learned over 10 years in my business about content marketing and building the life of my dreams so that you can do the same. My guests here have inspiring stories to tell, knowledge for us to learn from and really valuable experiences to share with us. So grab a cup of tea and get ready for conversations that will change your mindset, your business and the way you show up in your life. Luena Hood, or Nanny Luena as she's better known online, has built an incredible business as a childcare expert. A qualified Norland Nally, she has cared for over 100 children over the past two decades, including working for high-profile and royal families. Three years ago, Luena recognised there was a gap in the market for an accessible, informative resource to help parents through the ups and downs of parenthood. She created a multi-award winning app and quickly became known as the nanny in your pocket used by celebrity mums and thousands of families around the world. In March 2022, Luena launched a small appeal to help Ukrainian refugee families by sending a few boxes of essentials out to Poland. The campaign quickly snowballed and she raised a staggering £190,000. As a result, Luena was presented with a Point of Light Award by the Prime Minister and a British Empire Medal in King Charles's 2023 New Year's Honours. We talk all about how this initiative evolved in this episode. I enjoyed our conversation so much. Luena is such an expert at what she does and she is so passionate. When I asked her to be a guest on the podcast, I really wanted to show the good that social media could do as well as highlighting the importance of serving your audience, truly solving their problems and getting the right exposure in order to grow your business. What Luena does all of those things so well. And as a result, whether or not you're in the childcare industry or just running a business that serves your target audience, this episode is full of really inspiring examples of how to build a trusted, impactful brand online. So I know you'll enjoy this and I'd love you to join me in welcoming Luena Hood to the podcast today. Hello Luena, welcome to the podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me. You're very welcome. Your app has helped me on many a day where our routine has gone out the window and I've had to come <laughs> back to the routines that you have set um, with both of my kids. And I am very extremely grateful for everything that you share. Um, so could you just start by kind of telling us where you started, really? Because obviously you didn't start with an app and it, it kind of has um, evolved as you've gone along. So if you can just give us an outline of how you got started in in nannying. Yeah, in childcare and nannying. Well, I mean, yeah, the app is a very recent thing. And I have been a nanny for 20 years. Um, so 
sort of did my apprenticeship um, uh, before I sort of became the expert, I guess. Um, I'm the oldest of four children. My grandmother ran a nursery. Um, my mum and dad both love kids. And I think it's just completely within me. When I was a child, you know, I I just adored children it was just it was just my passion so I always knew that I wanted to be a nanny not a teacher because I think I I love you know the whole the whole thing from start to finish in the day I love the um the caring I guess side rather than the teaching side um for children um so when I after I did my A-levels I went to the Northern Nanny School in Bath and wore their lovely uniform and (laughs) you know that's like proper um, Mary Poppins stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it really <laughs> is. And, you know, I had a great time, loved it down there, met, you know, my lifelong friends. Um, so the training's quite, you know, hard, quite intense. Um, and I, yeah, I just absolutely loved it. I loved all the practical side of it. And then went straight into being a full-time nanny um, and worked for, um, you know, people, families in London and, um long-term families is what I would say for the first kind of eight years um of being a nanny and you know you just learn so much I think like anything in life you can do all the practical uh, sorry you can do all the theory but actually you learn so much on the job um I definitely took positions where I wasn't just coming in at kind of you know nine till five um I was definitely taking the kind of bigger roles where you know parents traveled a lot and it was quite intense and and I think that I guess I became a career nanny and that I really gave up a lot of my life and I would just put everything into it because I loved it because it was my passion you know um and then I I worked for a family for a long time and I got very, very attached to the children. And when they went to school and I left them, um, it was really, really hard. And I thought, you know what, I can't do this again. I need to go into temp work and maternity nursing where I know that I'll be with these children for block amounts of time, but then I will be leaving. Um, and so, yeah, so I started being a maternity nurse and um, I just got very, very busy just through word of mouth and passed around lots of lovely friends and you know friends of friends and um and then uh so about six years ago I set up an Instagram page and called it Nanny Luana posted one thing a day um you know a piece of advice a product that I like um and my following just grew very quickly and that is kind of the catalyst really of where the app sprung from that's amazing Um, yeah and I think that's amazing um, it's so organic very organic very very yeah and I um my Instagram page was just it got a bit crazy in the fact that I was at one point I was getting over 200 messages every single day from parents just saying what would you do my child's got this my baby does this um so-and-so's got chicken pox how would you deal with that and um oh my gosh it was it was just you know crazy and I, I was obviously still working full-time had very high profile job at the time and um and then people kept saying to me, you need to write a book. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So I brought the writing tool to write a book and <laughs> I started writing it. And then I was like, but this isn't what people want. People want the videos, the demonstrations. They want the quick snippets of advice. And also, yes. you know, reading a book cover to cover, you forget. Yeah. You, you want, when you're a parent, you want the instant piece of advice. My my baby is doing this right now how do I search it is the accessibility isn't it yeah absolutely 
at 3 a.m um, you do not want to be scrolling through a book <laughs> to find yeah. the right chapter no and I think you also don't want to be reading tons of text you know when you're yeah. frazzled people don't read and even they think right. they're reading and they're not taking anything in whereas if you can watch a 30 second video um I think that's that's really where the Instagram um, was good and also I think hearing me I think you know I'm qualified I've got the experience when you think that you know someone or you could talk to someone you get an idea for who they are rather than just reading their text you don't really know who you're reading from um and I can remember it was four years ago I was um I had a a baby um Arthur he's now four (laughs) um he was a newborn and it was in the middle of the night and I just thought I need to put this text that I'm writing for this book into an app and, oh, really? Uh, so it was, yeah. it was a night feed that, that yeah. where the inspiration came. <laughs> Those yeah. night feeds are responsible for so much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And oh, wow. so it all sort of snowballed from there, really. And, and yeah, here we are four years later, and I can't believe it. That's amazing. And that's so true when you say about, you know, people want to know who they're hearing from. It's that yeah. no like and trust thing, isn't it? Where you, you're kind of building your brand online, they're yeah. starting to trust you, and then they've literally got you on their phone in your in their pocket. That's amazing. Yeah. So how yeah. did the de- app development happen? Because that's not something that is easy for someone to do who doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> this idea for an app so the first thing I did was you know look around to see if there was another app like this out there and surprisingly to me there was nothing literally right. nothing you know there are some weaning apps or there are timers and feeders and you know feeding timers yeah. <laughs> ones or you know there's um but there was nothing that I wanted to do where I basically wanted people to be able to know what I would do in every single situation without me being physically with them as their nanny um and so yeah I looked searched for that couldn't find it and then I set up a company uh never done that before um (laughs) and I basically one afternoon I had a day off I can remember I was sitting at my kitchen table and I googled top top 10 app developers in the world that was my google search (laughs) So obviously all these, you know, names and people were coming up and um, I just I just sat there all afternoon ringing people and I just kept picking up the phone and I gave them all exactly the same brief. And that afternoon I was quoted for exactly the same app. I was quoted everything from 15,000 to 350,000. <laughs> um, right. And um, I went to meet three um, three three guys they're all guys that I'd um, spoken to and one of them um, was actually recommended to me by a friend I put a thing out on Instagram saying does anyone know of any app developers friend of a friend of a friend said yes I do and um, went to meet Nico in London and we had a good chat he seemed to really get what I wanted yeah um he was kind of middle of the road (laughs) expense wise (laughs) um and so yeah so we wow yeah, we had to make a prototype. I then had to raise money, obviously. Um, and it's all just been a massive, massive learning curve because I am not business minded. <laughs> Are you tech minded at all? Not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Wow. I mean, I've learned. I've learned a lot. Journey. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's incredible. And you've had quite a lot of national press, haven't you? With you know, been in the Daily Mail, you've been in Closer magazine. Um, how did that come about, and how how did you get that? And then how did that benefit your business? Have you found 
yeah um again it's all about building a brand getting yourself mm-hmm. out there when I very first launched the app I went to a PR company and I paid for two weeks worth of uh yeah, yeah. their paid kind of um PR work and um they got me into yeah some good some good yeah. national press and things and then since then I think because um particularly the Daily Mail they've come back to me several times they sort of oh, have wow. my name now yeah. Um, so that's all been organic since then. But initially, yes, I did pay pay a PR company to do some work for me. And I think it was really worth it. It creates some hype. Um, again, I think if people search for you on Google, different articles will come up. Yeah. It just validates yeah, your you absolutely. and your business. Yeah, it's that social proof, isn't it? And, you know, yeah. as you say, that validation. Um, yeah. And it must do a really good job of just expanding your reach in terms because obviously your reach on Facebook. I mean, you've got an incredible following on Facebook. I think it's 60,000 at the moment, somewhere around Instagram, that. Instagram, I'm on about 64,000. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously yeah. that is that is a limitation, whereas when you get international press, it kind of scales even more, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that just really gets people talking, I think. And yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think it goes to instant more you know so I don't think it ooh, sorry my thanks morning there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um I don't think it necessarily got me you know hun- well maybe hundreds but not thousands more um Instagram right. downloads but it, it definitely you know creates um yeah just interest. just chat chat and interest yeah exactly and speaking of which, you've also worked quite closely with a fair few influencers. Now, I know that Izzy Judd, Millie McIntosh, Louise Zisman um, all use your app, which are, you know, incredible um, testimonials for you. So has that come through your nannying or is that um, have you approached them? How has that sort of worked? So half and half. So um, obviously the best ones are the organic ones. Um, So I actually worked for Louisa Zisman um, as her maternity nurse for a while. Um, So she's, you know, incredibly generous and kind and talks about me and the app. And I think people... people really buy into Louisa because they know that she tells you how it is, you know. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, I think other influencers maybe... um, you can tell that it's a paid ad whereas Louisa will only say she likes something if she likes it so for me that's amazing and you know I'm very um, grateful to her for talking about me she doesn't have to she doesn't have to tell people that she's had a nanny but she does um and um it's really funny I've I've paid well in the early days of starting the app I paid a couple of influencers um to you know it's a paid ad to talk about the app um, but obviously I made sure that they actually did have the app and actually did like the app. I think that's really important. Um, I learned early on there was one influencer who um, talked about the app and I could tell she wasn't, it, it was a paid ad. I hadn't used it, and yeah. we got And we got nothing back from it really, which yeah, was a big oh, lesson learned for me. Um, but, you know, um, Millie McIntosh was amazing I got um you get a lot more followers I guess and then people again start looking at who you are and then will probably buy the app so yeah yeah absolutely um, again it goes back to that social proof and that validation doesn't it yeah that's interesting that you've done both sides you've done the paid ads and you've had um you know organic um, yeah I mean Lydia Lydia Bright was another one who I had no idea that she even followed me and then I was at work one day and suddenly my phone was just going bonkers with (laughs) thousands of new followers and 
she again very very kindly when her little girl was a baby said that she'd been really struggling and that the route my routines have really helped her um so yeah forever well, grateful for those I ones. mean those people that haven't used it and just took the money for the paid ad I can confirm that they are missing out <laughs> because the value that you provide on there is incredible and just you know yeah. for listeners who haven't used it and perhaps are in the market for it there is everything on there isn't there there is you know meal ideas routines um things about illnesses and ailments and what what else is on there that has been useful for people that uh, people you love the activities um yes. I think because they're in the age and stage order um I mean the the weaning the step-by-step weaning I really wanted to do it like yeah. day by day day one do this day two I think people love having that kind of security like I am with them as their nanny this is what I would do if I was here with you um the yeah. first aid videos were really important to me it was one of the first things that I um I reached out to Daisy first aid and said would you do me some videos because you know, even I need to rewatch things. I do my yeah. first aid, obviously, as a, a nanny, but um, I think, um, y- yeah, you, you have to keep it refreshed in your mind. So that was a, a really something I really wanted to be on there. For. And I've had yeah. since the app launched um, two and a half years ago, I've had three mums message me to say, I'm pretty sure that those videos saved my little one's life because I knew what to do, which is just incredible. Oh, wow. you know? Yeah, talk yeah. about job satisfaction. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just about providing that as much value as possible, isn't it? And it, yeah. it really is incredibly valuable I mean, for, for new mums with baby brain. <laughs> I think my, my app is actually a really expensive app for apps because it's, you know, yeah. 6 99 a month or 34 99 for a whole year. But as soon as people buy it, I get messages saying, this is way too cheap. You need to charge yeah. a lot more for this. But it's the initial getting people to commit to that because for an app it's expensive so that's kind of something so, that you know I've wait you know told you with a bit so your routines that are on there because I know they're one of the most popular things right they're on there for free is that right am I right in saying that no they're not they were to begin with right but now we've put them behind the paywall because I oh, feel okay. like you know they are the they most are so, yeah they are so valuable bit, valuable bit <laughs> yeah yeah they are. So then how would you say that you kind of encourage people? Is it is it just about the testimonials and that kind of thing? Is there um, anything that they can see for free to kind of entice them in? So when you download the app, the app's free to download. You can sign up and then you can have a look around the app to see how it works and how it flows. And you can see all the chapters that are there. Okay, yeah, brilliant. Um, but um, to actually read the content, you would then have to um, subscribe. Yeah, which is entirely fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So another thing I want to talk to you about, which we absolutely cannot ignore, is what you've done for the Ukraine appeal. Was that last? It was last year, right? Yeah, a year ago. Yeah. So for those who don't follow Luena, she raised an incredible £190,000 for Ukrainian refugee families. But that wasn't all you did, was it? Can you talk to us about how that started and snowballed because I was absolutely <laughs> addicted to your stories whilst that was going on. I was showing all my family. I couldn't stop oh. watching it. So can you talk us through that? Okay. So um, <laughs> completely unplanned and snowball is definitely the right word. Um, obviously the war broke out um, in Ukraine. We were all watching it at home. Couldn't believe our eyes. Um, you know, I just, I, it's just, inconceivable that this would happen kind of thing um about two days three days I think it was it was a Sunday after the war broke out and my friend who lives in England but is Polish 
um, was chatting to me saying, you know, in my hometown, um, my cousin is over there and my family and um, they, we had, they had 60 people, women and children walked into their town today. They have nothing, literally wow. what they're carrying. The babies had nappy rash. They haven't been able to change them oh. because they hadn't been able to bring nappies with them. Um, she was sending me photographs of her cousin who had housed um, five of them. There was a baby asleep on a wooden floor, just absolutely conked oh. out. And, you know, the, these people don't have money themselves to then take on a whole nother family and um she said oh it's just it's just you know inconceivable and they were expecting lots more people to come through over the coming days so I was like look I can definitely help with just some initial aid you know with some food with nappies wipes just essentials for babies and children they it was also yeah. freezing cold they hadn't bring, they'd been able to bring layers or clothes with them changes of clothes so um I I genuinely, genuinely in my head thought, envisaged that I was going to be boxing up three or four big boxes. I thought <laughs> I would drive up to the post office and, yeah. and I, because I had an address to send them to, I knew that they would get there within a few days yeah. and we could help just these these few families. Um, and uh, That's so it was not a what Sunday. happened. <laughs> that is not what happened. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Um, I put a little post up on my Instagram saying, hi, guys, you know, I know where um, there are some refugees um, have, have, you know, arrived in Poland. They're babies and children. Um, if anyone would like to donate any nappies or clothes um, or baby food, um, let me know. Drop them off here. I'll put the boxes together and I'll pay for the boxes to be sent over in the next couple of days. Well, Within about an hour, I was like, oh, I think this might be a few more boxes. might be a bit more than a few boxes. So um, I thought maybe it's a van load that we could drive over. Um, so my friend, Philip Judge, owns a haulage company. He drives through Europe every week. Um, I knew that it wouldn't be a bother to him. I rang him and I was like, what are the chances of getting like a small van to Poland in the next week? And he was like, yeah, sure, we can do that. So I was like, okay, great. So um, obviously Sunday, there's no post. So on Monday morning, eight o'clock in the morning, there was a knock at my door and it was um, a friend um, and she brought a huge box of stuff. And then just slowly throughout the day, more and more and more. And by the end of the day, my living room was completely full. And then obviously people have been able to post things on the Monday. So Tuesday came and there was a knock at the door. And my postman was stood there and was like, what's going on? And I said, what, what do you mean what's going on? And um, he said, this van is all for you. And we have another wow. van coming in a minute. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I rang Phil and I was like, you know that van? I was like, do you think it could be a container? Um, and it just, honestly, I mean, the response was incredible. And it's still kind of surreal that it all happened by the end of, well, about three days later, I had two marquees on my driveway. Yes, I saw that. So it, how many <laughs> containers worth of, I mean, these are huge, great big lorries, right? We're talking about here. Huge. I mean, how many of biggest, them went biggest over Biggest lorries. Um, yeah. So it was six container loads wow. of stuff. Six. Of stuff, yeah. And then on, I think it was the Tuesday, um, people, a couple of people on Instagram message and they said, look, we really, really want to help and contribute Um we know that your stuff is going directly to the people it will get there this week we really want to um contribute but I can't get to the post office um so would I be able to send you some money so I was like okay well we'll set up a little 
just giving page and then maybe if we get some money in in there um again I genuinely thought that at the end of the week just before the container left I was going to run to Aldi and I was going to buy all their nappies all their wipes <laughs> with whatever we had and, and I set the target to 500 pounds and I thought well if we can get 500 pounds and put some extra coats and things in there then great and I think within about an hour it was at 5,000 and it just unbelievable watching that yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. And we were so busy with the stuff that was coming in um, that, yeah, every now and again, someone would just shout out the total. And I was like, what? And then, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I can't think about that at the moment. Let's just worry about this getting the stuff there really quickly because these people need it now. Yeah. Um, And then, so and yeah. everyone so, came to help, didn't they? You had like hordes of people on your driveway. I saw helping. I mean, thank goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Because... I don't know what I would have done that that was the great thing about it I think I I mean I often joke I'm like what if all my friends and family have said no sorry I'm busy this week I can't come and help I don't you know and it was my na- <laughs> my neighbors well actually I woke up one morning and it was about half past five in the morning and there was a man outside and he was just putting up this tent for me because it had been oh. raining so people had bought horse boxes so we could pack in horse boxes and this guy was like I live in Cheltenham I have this marquee I'm just oh. here if you want, if you don't want it, say no, but I'll just put it up and leave it here for, you know, everybody. And you had people everything. sending you food, didn't you? Food and yeah. drink to keep yeah, you going. And my local pub, um, yeah, Crown Catering, they turned up with food for everybody. It it was honestly just so surreal because we hadn't <laughs> planned for it, you know. Yeah. I mean, looking back, you'd be like, oh, well, if you planned for it. But it was even just getting the rubbish taken away at the end of every day yeah. like my garden was just piled high but again a friend brought his trailer he was like I'll deal with this it's amazing. fine yeah it was wow amazing. what a sense of community especially in such yeah. an awful time yeah. um, and so because of that am I right in saying you got uh you were on the new year's honors list and you had yes. a medal uh presented from King Charles um uh, and well also no, the prime minister? um I, I I did meet the prime minister um and went to Downing Street for that was right. for the points of light award so that's yes. a, an award for volunteers um that was an amazing day last year and um I haven't oh. got my BEM um medal yet but that's next week so I mean so you're like well no no but you are getting an <laughs> award is that um I saw that you've been invited to Buckingham Palace is that what that's for no that's for um <laughs> the garden party I've been invited to a Buckingham Palace garden party so the BEM gets um given to me in the Cambridge Cathedral next week and then I go to the Buckingham Palace garden party so yeah it's an exciting year yeah yeah (laughs) incredible I mean and so well deserved it was just unreal watching that unfold on Instagram so I can't imagine how it must have been for you just Um, totally surreal yeah yeah amazing to look back on yeah, and then you went over there to visit. Am I right in saying you went over to yes. there to visit the orphanage? Uh, yeah. So obviously, I didn't. I couldn't go to Aldi with my five hundred pounds. I had one hundred ninety thousand pounds <laughs> in the Just Giving account, and um, I think that's really when the pressure kind of hit me. I was like, oh, oh, I'm actually dealing with a lot of money here, and I think the reason that people were sending me the money is because they thought that I would be going to Tesco's yeah. Aldi buying the stuff, putting it on the trucks and getting it straight to the people. Um, a lot of comments were that if you give it to some charities, you know, it takes a long time to get through the system. You're not quite sure where it's going. And I think, again, the power of social media, I yes. was documenting 
I had, there was, um, so my friend's cousin who was in Poland, I was FaceTiming her every day. She was telling me what they needed. Um, you know, we ended up working with an orphanage in Poland that she put me in, in touch with, but I could document all that. So literally people were seeing their stuff arriving at my house. They were yeah. being packed into the right boxes. They saw it loaded. They saw it driving across, um, yeah. you know, on the boat and they saw it arriving. Um, so with this money, I, I, I was sort of like, oh my gosh, what, what, where do I start? Where do I send it? I can't just send money to people. Spend it in the right way. Yeah. So, um, Louisa Zisman, who I worked for, she has, um, amazing contacts in Moldova. Um, and obviously they are right on the border as well. So they had, um, an even bigger problem really with refugees because they're, Moldova is a very, very poor country. Um, I think they doubled their, um, uh, the amount of people that were in the country, you know, oh, through wow. through this, yeah. So, um, she said, "Look, if you if you want some help in where to spend this, we can go over there." Um, she knew I'm a diplomat over there, and um, so we spent, yeah, f- it was like a five day whirlwind tour. But I wanted to meet the people. I wanted to yeah. know where the money was going. And um, we ended up going to the embassy in Moldova and um, the Ukrainian embassy there, and um they are just incredible what they're doing um and so I knew that the money was going to the right place yeah Um, to be able to show again people at home who have donated that this is where your money is going yeah this is how bad it is as well um yeah you know this is why they need the money was incredible Um, incredibly emotional to watch yes no it, it was it was heartbreaking but I I think it's it's probably the biggest privilege going yeah. and seeing and it becomes a reality you know it's not just something that's on the news yeah. these are real people just like you and I who had homes who literally overnight had to pack what they could carry in their hands and they walked um unreal it was un- unreal to see and yeah. um, to meet the people but you know we were uh, we met some amazing families we helped directly with some families um and yeah the money was split how I thought where it was going to the best causes but yeah it was an amazing experience you've gone from helping children in one way your entire career (laughs) to a completely another level haven't you that's just the most incredible story and it it was just I mean you say it was a privilege for you to go and do it it was it was a privilege to watch as well and to be able to um donate and have somewhere for that to go just absolutely amazing so so inspiring and you know I know like social media gets such a bad reputation doesn't it and that is just such a wonderful story of how amazing it can really be yeah Um, and And without social media we would it would never happen happen. no No. absolutely no and I think you know you know hopefully that kind of writes some of the wrongs that it does every now and then yeah absolutely Um, Kind of back to your business. And so you also have a nanny agency, is that right? And a yes. consultancy service. So can you talk yeah. us through, we'll move away from um, the charity stuff now and back to how, how does all that work? What does that provide? Um, what services is it you're providing with those? Uh, so the agency is, um, it's a nanny agency, but I, I hope it's an agency with a difference um, right. because, you know, being a nanny myself, um, I used to use agencies a while ago. Um, I don't want to be an agency where we just hand, you know, sort of match the family and the nanny together and then that's it. I really yeah. want to be there for the girls as a mentor. Um, I want to inspire them if I can. Um, 
you know, I want to create a community between the girls so they can meet each other. And um, I mean, I just think that nannying is a really, really important job. You are, you know, you you become part of someone's childhood. Um, and if you get it right, it's, you know, you can have a major part to play in someone's childhood, which is, you know, huge. Um, I also think people don't realize how sort of exhausting nannying yeah. can be. It's really long hours um it can be a really tough job sometimes you're giving um, up a lot of your own life as well for that aren't you so that must yeah. be something that only really you guys understand yeah definitely and you know all nanny jobs are different some you very much just go in do a job and you leave again but others you you very much give up your life for it um and and I feel like it can it, I think it's the best job in the world you know I think it's again yeah. the biggest privilege I absolutely love it but I do know from experience that, you know, the more you put in, the more you will get back. And I really want to inspire the girls, um, you know, who come through our agency to be like that. Because, you know, if, if they're putting lots into their job, you'll get that and ultimately have a happier child, which is um, yeah, what absolutely. everybody wants. So so and that's the agency. parents as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and exactly. Yeah. Happier parents and, and just a happier home life. Yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, so that's the agency. We do everything from just, you know, we'll place nannies. We have temp nannies, so you might need someone just for a day or to cover for a week, or we do full-time nannies up to rotor nannies, overseas nannies, everything. Um, wow. But it's relatively new. We've only been going for six months, but we are, you know, really busy, so that's good. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and has um, that come off of the back of – so so you're running the app. Yeah. You're running the, the – the, um, the agency agency you have a consultancy service are you doing yeah. this all yourself do you have a team <laughs> no. that are working with you yeah I have are an you incredible... superwoman <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep very much no um <laughs> I've I have got two amazing um ladies who work for me um Alex and Janie you know I couldn't do it without them they're absolutely brilliant they're both nannies themselves um Wonderful. you know they've done it all we we were friends before this came around I you know completely trust them we've all got the same ideas um so Janie very much runs the agency with me and Alex sort of helps with the app and everything else um and the consultancy um and so yeah the three of us work every wow. day together I mean still just a team of three that's your that's an amazing yeah. undertaking and yeah. who does all your your social media? Who comes up with all your content ideas? Because you're posting every day, right? Yeah, that's all me. And that wow. is my biggest. It's it's huge. People have no idea how, how long it takes, how much yeah. time it takes. <laughs> Looks so easy putting these one minute videos up. But um, no, for me, that is a huge part of it. But it has to be me because I am, I'm Luana, I guess. And yeah. so that, yeah, all the content um, is me. Wow. And do you have a process for that or do you just kind of whatever kind of wing it. <laughs> I probably should have more of a process for it. I probably should get a bit better at it. I think maybe social media is kind of the thing I, I wouldn't say struggle with, but I don't think it comes naturally to me. Um, you would never know. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I'm not one of those people that can wake up in the morning and then just talk to the camera in bed. I'm, I, no. I you know, I feel like it's, it's quite I don't know it's just very time consuming I guess and it's yeah. hard to know how much personal stuff to put out. I try not to put too much of my personal stuff out there although people know you know yeah bits bit about me nice. yeah. but it's more about I want to help people again you know if you don't have the app but 
you want some snippets of advice um it's there on instagram i guess and what sort of thing do you find does best with um for you on social media uh the q and a's are oh, ridiculous yes. i yes. mean honestly i mean i wish i could answer all of them there's just no way i kind of have to cipher my way through and often there's like 20 people have asked the same questions so i'll pick one and answer that um definitely get a really good response to the q and a's um and then do you use those answers uh, those questions to then create more content and that yes kind of yeah, yeah totally and yeah, i really use it for the app so if anybody asks me a question that I can't say, well, it's on the app, I will add it to the app. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a yeah. really foolproof process. Yeah. Excellent. So, I mean, I think I know the ne- the answer to the next question, but what has been your career highlight? Oh, I'd love to know what you think my career highlight is. Well, I was going to assume it was... <laughs> what happened with the Ukraine and um, <laughs> that appeal and getting all those awards. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know what? About oh, about 20 things come into my mind when oh, you wow. ask me that question. Yeah. Um, I think all my all through my career, I think I've met some amazing people. I've seen things that I'm, I think, how on earth have I got to be here and, and do this? So, of course, the Ukraine thing, yes, that's got to be a massive highlight, but oh, I don't know. There are there are quite a few things we can answer <laughs> to to um I mean launching the app. I mean I, I yeah. you know, now I'm I'm kind of like, how on earth have I got a business? I'm an an app, yeah. A founder of an app, you know, it's bananas. So <laughs> lots and lots and lots of career highlights. And you know what, to be honest, probably the children that, you know, I mean, one specific family in particular who I'm very close to, it's just a huge privilege to be such a big part of their life. It definitely comes across how passionate you are about the job and the children and the families. And I think yeah. that's what makes you so authentic online and everything. And um you know uh, over and above the qualifications and the, the education you have in nannying I think it's it's the passion that you show for it and you know again that spilled over into the Ukraine appeal and all of that because you did it because you wanted to help and I think that's yeah. amazing really amazing yeah. thank you and that's what has fine. been your win of the week this week uh well actually reaching 39,000 downloads on the app wow Whee, that's wow. exciting that something yeah. to celebrate yeah Excellent. I hope you so are going out for a glass of something bubbly <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate that exactly lovely yeah. so Lorena tell us where people can find you if they have children and need your app <laughs> <laughs> so the app is available to download through um you know the app store google play um, you can find me through my website, Luena.com or um, Facebook, Instagram, Nanny Luena. Excellent. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. That's been really, really inspirational, really, really interesting. I was so excited to be able to share your story today. Um, oh, thank you. What a truly brilliant example of how serving your audience and helping them solve real problems within your content and your products and services can build a brand that people love and trust. I mean, I personally am so grateful for all of the help that Luena has given me with my two girls. Her knowledge and her willingness to share is just invaluable. Luena is really amazing at what she does and her passion for helping parents through their parenting journey is what has catapulted her brand online. I find it so inspiring to see real life examples like this, which is exactly why I wanted to share her story with you. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of What If It All Works Out today. Don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss anything. I'm your host, Sophie Callahan, and I will see you next week for another episode with another amazing guest. 